0: Hey girl, we're back with the stress series, and this week we are diving into movement and body work and exercise and how that is just so crucial for managing your mental health, that overall stress and inflammation in our body, so that you have the energy, the strength. The capacity, the mood, all of it to feel good this time of year, to enjoy that time with your family, to, you know, go walk the long walk, looking at lights without pain or feeling like you have to use the bathroom because you're stressed. You know, there's a lot of things that might be that that stress or your pain, um, your leaking, your urgency might be limiting you from. And I want you to take a dive into the stress side of this and see if you are doing something to increase that stress in your system. So we've already talked about a few things on the stress series, um, sleep and nutrition. So if you have missed that, go check it out. Um, But otherwise, stay tuned for today because I've got a lot of goodies in there for you on some types of exercise that have been proven to help reduce that stress and improve your mental health and just help you feel amazing. So stay tuned. I hope you enjoy it. Hey, I'm your host, Dr. Desiree Cassell. I'm an orthopedic and pelvic floor physical therapist specializing in women's health, aka pelvic floor. I'm a wife, mom of three, foodie, lover of all things movement in nature, and I'm super passionate about educating, empowering, and supporting other women like you to find and maintain balance throughout all aspects of their lives without pain, pressure, or peeing their pants. And this is the Balanced Momtality Podcast, where we will talk about all things pelvic floor, your core, and optimizing your pregnancy, birth, and postpartum recovery, providing you with the knowledge and tools so that you can feel like the strong, playful, and happy mom that you and your family deserve. Now let's get you out of those pads and back to loving movement. Fill up your water, pop in those AirPods, roll out your mat, and let's connect. Before we start today's episode, just a quick disclaimer that anything mentioned in this podcast is not meant to treat or diagnose any medical conditions. If you have any questions or concerns about your healthcare needs, please seek the care of your medical provider. This is also a safe space where we will be talking about very sensitive but important topics such as issues with peeing and pooping, relationships, and even sex. So if you have littles around, probably a good idea to pop those AirPods in. But otherwise, I hope you enjoy today's episode. Hey girl, all right, we are back another week in the stress series. We are still doing this stress theory series thing here over on the balanced momentality podcast. If you have been checking it out, I would love to know if it has been helpful for you, if you have been looking forward to the next week to hear what the next stress series episode is gonna be. Come over to the balanced momentality health and wellness group on Facebook. It is free and private and let me know I would love to know if this was something that really helped you this time of year. Uh, because again, you know, this is a stressful time of year. And it's also a time of year where we are battling a lot of illnesses, which makes it even more stressful, especially if you have to miss work, and it makes things more complicated financially. And you're trying to do all the things with your family for Christmas and get all the things and, it's a lot, and so I know myself. If you have been paying attention to the stress series, um, we're getting over. Well, we've been over COVID for a couple of weeks, but we got COVID, and I mean, thankfully, it was pretty mellow over here. I honestly was still gonna go to work because it was so mellow. I didn't even know <laughs> until we tested. Um, but you know, it's one of those things where I feel like. I'm thankful it was mellow, and I feel like part of that was probably because of all of the work I've been trying to put in to balance out all of the extra stressors that can increase that threshold that we've been talking about. Um, If you haven't checked out the stress series, go check it out. You know, we're a few. episodes in now, Um, I had that first initial episode just really diving into stress and the impact that it has on increasing your pain or flares and causing issues, whether it's in our gut, in our joints, in, you know, our mental health. The stress can show up in so many ways and there's so many things that impact our stress and we need to do what we can and what we have control over to help our body be more adaptable to that inevitable stress and extra pressure that does kind of come this time of year. Um, You know, obviously it is the holidays and so I do love to enjoy all the fun, wintry, Christmassy holiday things. And that is something that for me is kind of a stress reliever, you know, to some extent, like watching Christmas movies with my family and, um, you know, drinking hot cocoa and doing Christmas crafts. Although I have to say most of the time when we get into crafts, it can get a little chaotic. And I'm wondering like, this was supposed to be calming and fun. Um, but you know, so even that can turn into a stressful event and we need to be more adaptable so that we can stay calm and our body can feel like it can handle all of that. So we have dived in specifically to sleep because we have um, so much that goes on during sleep. And we have some things and tools that we can do inside that I put inside that episode to help just optimize our sleep so that we can have more energy, our body can heal and recover and all the good things from that. We touched on um, diet and nutrition last week, because that's, you know, another foundational piece, we have a choice what we put in our mouths and what we put in our body and what we're consuming and each choice we make with that with our diet and nutrition especially we can either be harming our body and adding to the inflammation and the um, you know overwhelm in our system because of all of the byproducts and chemicals and whatever else is in the food that's stressing it the high fats all of that um, and sugar Or we can be helping heal our body and keep our body in a state that it can digest everything we're taking in and absorb those nutrients and use them effectively to help rebuild our muscles to again, have that energy and those energy stores to keep up with all the things throughout the day. But it also really helps with our mental health, you know, and so there is a lot in that episode and a lot of tips and tricks just to try and start getting in some of those more nutrient dense foods especially this time of year or whenever you are feeling extra stressed. We want to do what we can, especially in those stages of our lives, to just add on even more anti-stress um, things into our day-to-day. So again, diet and nutrition is a huge one. Um, but today we are going to dive into a uh, another topic that is very near and dear to my heart, obviously being a physical therapist, um, and it'll be no surprise to you, but it is movement and exercise. And I'm even just going to call it body work for sake of today's episode, because it is a very... You know, there's a lot of things that can come under this umbrella of just kind of like checking into your body and tuning into your body and trying to Listen to your body, have that awareness and relationship with your body that you know what it needs, whether it needs to get out for a walk or, you know, you have that energy bundled up and you um, really need to get out for a more intense workout. Or maybe if you're like me today, you just started your cycle and you're feeling more low energy and it was taking everything in you to get to the gym. But, you know, for me, listening to my body, knowing that I'm at a state right now where My body is kind of in, um, you know, more of a state of stress being on my menstrual cycle at the moment. That's a time when there is, you know, a lot of inflammation. We don't have as much energy. um, And so we want to just listen and honor that and not force ourselves into stuff that's too high energy and high impact and high intensity. And while I did go to a high intensity, um, high fitness exercise class this morning, I listened to my body when I move, you know, each exercise instead of... Of doing um, all the jumping jacks and the burpees and the jump squats and all of that, I'm lowering that intensity down to a place that feels much better and more gentle on my body for where it's at today. And then, you know, later and. In- hopefully soon I'll have more energy back where I will be back to the tuck jumps and the jumping jacks and the burpees and all the things but you know we do just want to really listen to our body and what it needs and it usually does need some type of movement or body work or connection work you know again when and I'm really kind of keeping it is that body work, my idea, because we'll get into the exercise piece. But um, before we even get into that, with this body work concept and connecting, um, one of the biggest things we can do is breathing the breath work. And I've talked about breath work and how amazing it is for so, so, so many things. So if you've been with me at all, you already know. And if you don't go check it out. I have a lot of episodes on breathing and breath work, but I had to put it in this episode, obviously, because it is what we can use our body as a tool to tap into our nervous system because of that connection with our diaphragm and that parasympathetic nervous system with the vagus nerve if we are using that diaphragm muscle and we are breathing deep into our core we are calming down our nervous system and this is so so amazing and such a like amazing crucial tool to know and be aware of and take advantage of, honestly, especially if you are having any pain or stress, feeling anxiety, depression, all of these things, if we can tap into our breath and just really think about slowing things down. So especially when it comes to stress and trying to flip that switch in our system to go into more of a parasympathetic healing, resting, digesting, rebuilding state that we want our body to be able to be in majority of the time, you know, like obviously our culture and society, everything's already revving our systems up. But especially if you're someone who, you know, I feel like also most moms, we've got a lot going on. It's stressful. There's a lot to juggle and a lot to manage. But also if you feel like you're someone that's a little more type A or high anxiety you know, breath work and having that slowness and stillness probably feels like ugh to you. But you know, if it's something you don't want to do, it's probably because you need to do it, especially when it comes to body work, right? If something now obviously not with pain, if it doesn't feel good, if it hurts, that's something we want to listen to. Um, So all of this movement I'm going to be talking about today and throughout your lives, right, should feel good. We are not um, like, punishing ourselves. We're not punishing our bodies and, you know, going to cycle for miles and miles or go on these long runs if you don't like it and it feels like torture to you like that is going to only stress your system out it needs to feel good to you because there are so many amazing benefits of exercise on our body and this isn't anything new we all know this right we know it's great for our health um you know great for our heart great for our lungs great for our joints great for our muscles but also you know again with stress it plays such a huge role in managing that and helping us give give us that tool to manage it because um, with exercise you know it adds to a release in endorphins and, um, you know, natural cannabinoids and receptors in our brain that help to rebuild our brain. It helps us stay more clear and it gives us a lot more circulation through our body, which just wakes up our muscles, releases tension throughout our body, releases all of those happy endorphins that make you feel good. You know, they say exercise is one of the things that is comparable to a natural painkiller or even a natural Xanax. And it can happen pretty instantaneously. You know, whereas these medications that many are taking for your mental health and anxiety and depression and PTSD and even schizophrenia and these things that are, you know, chemical imbalances in the brain, it takes time for those medications to help. And most of the time there are many side effects of these medications. And, you know, while they have their place, exercise is something that I do think needs to be that first line of defense. We have that ability to move in some capacity, maybe in that, again, looks so different. And especially when we're thinking about for stress relief, we do want to kind of keep in mind the idea that we mentioned and dived into a little bit last week when we were talking about nutrition is the role of inflammation in our body and how if we have high inflammation, that is a state of stress and high stress in our body. And this is a vicious cycle, you know, and so exercise being something that we can help to release those happy endorphins and just calm our system down. And um, exercise also reduces inflammation in our body and in our joints. You know, it's again, no we all know that it's great for our hearts and our joints and our muscles and everything like that. But we have that bi directional relationship between our brain and our body. And when we're feeling out of control in our brain, we do have that choice of what we do with our body. And I had this struggle, you guys. I am here. I am going through this process with you, you know, as many times as, and is so much better as I've gotten at this, right? Like, I have been so consistent the last few years with getting exercise in and movement. But even today, again, I started my cycle this morning and it was a few days late. So it feels like it's back with a little bit of vengeance, which is never fun. Um Although I started my period, hallelujah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um But so anyways, when it comes to, you know, being on your cycle and feeling a little uncomfortable and tired and just bloated and you know, thankfully, because of a lot of the breath work and other natural things I do, my hormone, my cycles are so much um, more comfortable and or i should say less uncomfortable i used to have super bad cramps um, and i still do get cramps don't get me wrong but they are not nearly as debilitating they're more of what i would consider a normal cramping um, because when and this is kind of a side note but if you have cramping you know it's something that we always think is normal and even severe uncomfortable cramps that put you out have been just accepted and it is not normal you guys if your cramps are really taking you out for the day it is too much, especially if it's lasting longer than a day. And so, yeah, I'll probably do a whole episode on menstrual cramps. Um, but, you know, I was sitting there on the couch today just like, I want to be a blob. Like, I don't have much energy. Like, yes, a lot of my pain wasn't there from cramping, but I still just felt like heavy and kind of achy and the energy wasn't there. And I was already hearing myself kind of talk myself out of doing anything today. I was like, I'm just going to kind of relax. Like, I don't have to work today, but I do normally go to the gym for exercise class in the morning and I was feeling myself kind of like, ugh, I don't know if I want to... And I already was like, no, you know what? You're gonna go, you're gonna just adapt and modify so that you know better than this, right? Like it helps you feel better. And most of you, if you've had, you know, that day on your period where you're just like, ugh, I don't want to do anything, but maybe you had to go out for a walk or you made yourself go to the gym or get some exercise in, and then lo and behold, afterwards, you feel so much better. Maybe the cramps are even all the way gone, your back pain's gone, you have a little more energy. This is is what I mean when I say it can be so much more instantaneous when we see those benefits of getting exercise and movement in and so yes I was you know I I did good I listened to myself but even on top of that before that early this morning when I was a little bit more uncomfortable just waking up and getting out of bed um, and I went down to the couch and I got my coffee and I was sitting there and again I was like oh I'm just gonna sit here And then I was like, no, you're not, you're going to get on the floor and you're going to get in child's pose because you can lay there and be just as lazy, but then you can do some breath work while you're there and you're going to open up your back and your pelvic floor and your abdomen and a lot of that pain and cramping and tension you've been holding throughout the night is going to go away. And sure enough, it did. I got on the floor and I started doing some child's pose and some deep breathing and just kind of moving my body and listening to my body and ultimately did a little yoga flow and went through you know like cat cow and some thread the needle got some rotation in through my back and just tried to unlock things I laid on my back and just gently let my knees fall side to side and just breathe and again not only is the breath so healing and amazing for that stress and especially pain right because if we are breathing into that pain you're internally physically getting a little massage and a stretch and opening releasing that tension which can just feel so good but then we are getting that calming of the nervous system which really does indirectly even release tension in the nervous in the muscles because the nervous system is lowering its tone and it's just magic. It really is so healing. And you know, um, I have a sticker that I love and it says breathing is healing because it really, really is. And so that is a way where it is kind of more of body work, right? We're just breathing and moving and listening to our body. And wherever something feels tight, we're stretching into it and breathing into it and just trying to get in touch with our body and calm the system down. But there are specific types of actual exercise that are and have been proven with lots and lots of studies to be fabulous for both mental health and inflammation in the body and managing stress and depression and all of that. And so I already mentioned, um, well, breathwork, obviously, but kind of goes in hand in hand is yoga, because yoga is something that does really focus on the breath. So it's a really beautiful type of movement. And there are so many types of yoga, you guys. I used to be someone who was like I hate yoga. I don't do yoga. I don't like to just like stand there in one position and hold it like and be an empty absent- absent-minded like no, that's not for me. But then I tried a few different yoga classes and lo and behold, like there are forms of yoga and movement out there that I love. And so, if you're also someone cuz I do hear this regularly that people say like I've been told I'm not supposed to do yoga. I'm hypermobile or really flexible and so I shouldn't do yoga. And yoga has so so many benefits. While some of the types of yoga do focus more on stretching and holding those positions for a long time, like I mentioned, and yes, that might not be the most ideal form for you if you are hypermobile. There are a lot of other types of of yoga that focus on still a lot of different mobility and stretching through the body that'll probably unlock some places that are tight for you, but then also a lot of stability and muscle engagement that help to stabilize those joints that are Hypermobile because strength is really what we need in our body to stabilize a hypermobile, loosey goosey body. Um, So, yeah, we want to, you know, try different types of yoga. And if you're curious, specific types of yoga or yoga moves that might be good for you, reach out to me and let's work together because I I know I can help you kind of um, guide yourself through that journey and also just through any exercise, kind of identifying what is best for you. Um, You know, another really gentle, calming type of exercise is swimming. This is really great on joints. We're not putting a lot of weight through the joint, but we're still getting a lot of movement, um, especially when we're talking about like inflammation in the body and in the joints, especially if you're someone who has arthritis arthritis we have a saying that motion is lotion and so we want to get movement in those joints but especially with arthritis we need to be careful or you know things like tendonitis or any inflammation the itis is just Inflammation, right? And so we need blood flow and a certain amount of stress to that system so that it can heal and rebuild and stay healthy. And so the movement through the joint helps squish that nutritional fluid through it and keep it literally lubricated and from drying out. But it also increases that circulation and all of the healing tissue and kind of guides the body with how it should heal, um, as opposed to, like, say, running, where now you're high impact, your bo- joints are getting a lot of um, impact and stress and tension on top of all of the, you know, high intensity, depending on if you're going fast and and all of that. Um, And so swimming is a great form, gives you the cardio and the resistance. And so that's awesome, especially this time of year when it's cold. And so, you know, obviously the outdoor pools are closed, but if there's an indoor pool near you, like go do some water aerobics or try lap swimming and just see how it feels. Again, if you try it and you're like, "Ugh, I did not like it, then it's not what's going to help you (laughs) de-stress? It needs to be something that feels good and that you look forward to. Um, You know, one of my other just really favorite types of movement is walking. It's so gentle on the body and there are so many benefits of it. Um, You know, having just a 10-minute walk here and there throughout the day can make such a big difference on your overall health, especially if you have conditions like heart disease or lung disease or, you know, muscle conditions that you're trying to heal and recover. Honestly, the list goes on of all the conditions that walking can help in movement. But especially when we're thinking about stress, You know, movement again can with walking can increase those happy endorphins. We tend to get gentle engagement through the muscles; that's not too much, but we're getting the blood flow and the muscles engaging, the joints moving, and hopefully you're even getting this in outside, so you're getting in some vitamin D. Maybe you add a friend to your walk, and now you're socializing and getting in some um, antidepressant friend therapy, talk therapy. There, right? Like we can compound these things and really just, you know, um, fuel our system system with these with these inputs that are going to help calm our body and calm our stress and just give us that energy and the mood we want throughout the day we don't want to come home feeling irritable and snappy at our kids you know like we want to feel like we can manage them losing their crap in the evening and we are able to keep it together because we've been doing our walk and we're having a good healthy lunch and we slept good and all the things we've been talking about um and so yeah walking is such a Huge amazing form of movement and exercise, and for many, it can seem like it's not enough, right? Like it's too mellow, I'm not getting my heart rate up too high. But again, walking has been proven even gentle, like normal rhythm walking you're not speed walking or anything like that can be a game changer on your physical and mental health. And I'm trying to kind of vamp myself up this time of year because I do, I love walking. Um, Um, but it's getting cold outside. And so especially if I'm bringing kids, that means I'm bundling kids up and that gets challenging. We all know the struggle there, adding to the stress this time of year, am I right? Um, But also, you know, like it is cold and I'm a little less motivated, but when it gets to, you know, I usually have a few down days when it's cold where I'm inside and I'm like, oh, yay, so cozy. And then I reach a point where I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to move. I want to get outside. Just like these last few weeks have been when we've really, you know, been hiding with COVID and I needed to move. And this time of year, I'm I'm trying to be more active and vigilant about getting walks in, even if it's cold outside, you know, just maybe a 10 minute walk instead of a 30 minute walk. But I want to start being consistent with that. So maybe I'll do a challenger. Something. If you're interested in that, again, let me know. Come over to the Balanced Mentality Women's Health and Wellness Group. Let me know if a walking challenge or some type of movement challenge this time of year would be helpful for you. You know, having that accountability piece is huge. I did a while ago um, post in that Facebook group a fitness accountability. I was posting it. I think I did it like Three weeks in a row, or something, because I wanted to be accountable. Um, I wanted you guys to be accountable for me, and I wanted to be there to be accountability for you and just have that support because that is really what keeps us moving. And it is what has been such a game changer for me in my consistency and my ability to show up every week and do the exercises, even when I'm not feeling up to it. However, I dropped off and stopped because nobody else was utilizing that post except for me. So if that is something that you would be interested in and you just didn't see it then let me know and I'll start doing it again Um, or maybe I'll even do a more specific like walking challenge or movement challenge or something as we go more into the dead of winter and nobody wants to do anything at least for those of us more in the mountain area and high elevations where it is cold Um, so yeah, you know, try and get experimental around your house. Maybe you can do some yoga in the living room, or, um, if you have a mat, awesome, get on it, pull it out, put it more in your living room or in your face. So you see it and you're more likely to do it. Um, you know, you can even get in some gentle strength training at home. If you're, it's harder for you to get out of the house this time of year, because strength training and resistance training is another form of exercise that is such a huge, huge benefit to the body, um and our mental health and the stress in our body, Um, especially when we're not doing it at such a high intensity. You know, we can go too far with strength training and make it a little more stressful on the system and on our bodies. CrossFit tends to be a little bit more high stress on our body and also like heavy professional lifters, um, you know, we really can overdo it. So especially if you're feeling stressed or your system's feeling tapped out or you are recovering from COVID and the energy still isn't quite there or it's your time of the month, whatever it is where you just feel like you don't quite have that full capacity of energy you don't quite have that full capacity of just feeling good in your body you want to take it back a little bit and still strength train use those weights again they're so beneficial for circulation and strength through our muscles which we really need for so many things but even we get some um, cardio when we are doing strength training if you are heavy lifting your heart rate is getting up there and where we can um you know, overstress our system with weights is if we're, especially if you're doing a heavy weight is you're not giving yourself the recovery period before that next set or maybe between days or whatever it is, you're just doing too much of it. So again, pay attention to how you recover. Maybe it felt good during and you're like, oh, my energy actually came back. It felt so good to push it. I didn't think I had it in me. But then the next day you're like, oh my gosh, I feel like crap, I'm so achy. I really can barely move today. Then that was a little too much. And so you need to just kind of check in. You know, this was my first week, back to hitting um, the gym is all three days and the first day at high class was definitely I was like oh man my lungs okay I'm gonna not do much impact today I'm just getting back in the groove and then I did strength training on Thursday and I grabbed you know, pretty decent heavy weight that I've been lifting for a while. But man, that class kicked my butt. Literally, I was so shocked at how much weaker I felt after just two weeks of taking off. It's so frustrating. (laughs) But we are still showing up and going to be consistent. And I'm just trying to be mindful in my own body as I move and get back in the groove here to not overdo it and just take it easy. Um, One last type of exercise that I just think is really cool that that the studies are showing to really help reduce stress and inflammation in the body. And was kind of a cool surprise for me and also going to feel kind of like Oh gosh, I don't know about that, especially if you've got some pelvic floor stuff going on. So this one might be one you proceed with caution, but it might be worth trying out. And if it does hurt in any way, or you leak or pee or feel heaviness or pressure or anything like that, then please let me know because we want to resolve that. Because this last type of exercise, it's called rebounding. And if you haven't heard of it, it's basically jumping on a little trampoline. So if you've seen those exercise videos or trends or whatever you've seen out about, um, you know, women on those little trampolines bouncing around doing workouts, it may look silly, but it actually, I've never taken a class, but it looks so fun. I wish they had a class near me to try because I think it would be a blast. And especially now because I can Fully jump on a trampoline without any issues. I think it'd be really fun to see um, how it feels and everything. Because if we think about that concept of the trampoline, it's absorbing shock for you, especially if you're jumping on it correctly. And so that's going to absorb a lot of the impact that would go up onto your joints when you're running. And the studies are also showing that, similar to running, um, that or that rebounding is similar to running, but it's actually proving to be better than going on a run for your body because you're getting a lot of that cardio without that impact. But another cool thing, because you're getting a rhythmic pulse through your body jumping on that trampoline, it actually drains your lymph system, which helps so much with inflammation and congestion in the body and just clearing toxins in our system, which again, this time of year, we have a lot of. And so if that terrifies you because you're like, yeah, I pee when I get on the trampoline, why would I even ever try that? Um, it's actually a way we strengthen the pelvic floor is getting on the trampoline and getting a little bit of that gentle jumping and rhythmic um pressure down on the pelvic floor because if you know how to use your breath through it and absorb those shocks you know again it can be so beneficial for your system to get that jumping in um, in a controlled safe way now again if that seems like something you are far from doing please reach out because it's something that you can do especially if you have little kids and you want to be able or big kids right and you want to be able to jump with them on the trampoline there's no reason to wait anymore Um, Just start where you're at, not big jumps, we're not getting crazy, just get on and kind of pulse a little bit. What do you feel? Does it feel okay to just kind of pulse there on the trampoline? Um, But reach out if you've got any of those issues, but especially this time of year, if your pain is flaring back up, you're having joint issues showing up, your pelvic pain, back pain, whatever it is, or maybe you're just feeling overwhelmed and tapped out and your system's just you know, having a hard time, let me know, because aside from all this stuff I've talked about in this stress series, there's so much in session as a therapist that I work with you on. And a lot of it is body work and soft tissue work and helping you release that tension physically in your body but I do work with that mental health piece as well because they are obviously connected. So we wanna help uncover that story and what your body is trying to tell you. And so just kind of check in and, and audit your exercise and your movement and your body um, body work right now and again that can look so many ways as we've discussed you know that can be just gentle breathing and getting into just a couple positions to kind of stretch and open your body and breathe you can turn this more into a yoga flow and get in a little bit more strengthening and heart rate and um, a little bit more bang for your buck if you have that capacity you know get out and take a walk try swimming try getting some weights in at a low impact Just, you know, try something, see what feels good to your body. If you're feeling brave, get on that little trampoline or if your kids have a trampoline, get on it and just see what you're capable of. Because, yeah, maybe if you got on while your kids are on and you're jumping and you're catching their, you know, their jump and you have more pressure going up and you're leaking a little bit, that might be too much. But maybe you can get on the trampoline without any kids and just kind of slowly Pulse and jump a little bit and see how your body shows up. And if it's not painful and you're not leaking, do a little bit at that pace pretty consistently and slowly increase your height, your pace. You know, there's a lot of factors in there and I will help you with that if you would like. Um, So reach out for a coaching call if that's something that's interesting, um, sounds interesting to you. Uh, We are almost done with the stress series. I am super excited because on Sunday this week, I am going to be interviewing um, a super awesome herbalist. Her name is Amy, and she's from Her Vital Way. She is the um the creator of Her Vital Way. I'm so excited to dive in and just let you guys hear her story. She's super neat. She's got a lot of knowledge on some natural herbal remedies and um, supplements that she's helped derive that can really help impact our that stress in our system and just lower that stress and inflammation in our body, reduce those bladder symptoms, reduce the gut cyst symptoms, reduce your anxiety, all of these things, improve your sleep. She has so many good things. (laughs) So I'm so excited to let you guys hear from her and chat with her. So stay tuned next week. For next week's episode, I know this week is a little late. I'm posting it on the afternoon of Friday, but again, better late than never. Um, I love chatting with you guys. I could chat with you all day, so I would love to have this feel like a two-way street. Come over to my Facebook group again, the Balanced Mentality Wellness and Support. It is free and private, and there for you. Um, I hope you guys have a great weekend. Hopefully, you get out and get a walk in or some type of movement. Well, that's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. And I want to thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy day. I know you've got so many other important things going on, but I hope it was helpful and you leave here with some tools to help you in your healing journey. And I just want to ask you if you have found this helpful to please leave a review on iTunes. Scroll down to the bottom of my podcast page and leave that five-star review so it can help other women see this information. And also, if you want to be a part of my community of amazing women trying to balance all the things, great tips and insight and sharing stories and just motivating each other along the way, feel free to join my Facebook group, The Balanced Montality Wellness and Support. I hope to see you here next time on The Balanced Montality Podcast.